daughter. And one time, my life goal, my life goal, like when I when I entered, when I entered the 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 business that I'm in now, like and 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 I am in the Steve Adoring and Terminal Services industry. Steve Adoring, not Steve Doring, but Steve Adoring. Loading seats. God damn it! So here's the thing. That's what I like. And what I went to work, I went to work the first day, and they're like, hey. You can make six dollars, or you can make seven dollars if you can drive a forklift. The hard way. So here's how it went down. So the boss goes, "Hey, can you drive a forklift?" And I went, "Yes." <laughs> but but could I drive a forklift? No. Fuck no. Oh, <laughs> Fuck no. So I get in the forklift and I drive around for probably about thirty minutes, and they go, "You're a fucking idiot. Get the fuck out the forklift. You're worth six dollars." Get the fuck over there and do that other shit. So I did that. So the next time they asked me, they said, Hey, can you drive a forklift? And I went, Yes. So they put me on the forklift. And I drove around. <coughs> COVID. I drove around on the forklift. And I made it probably to almost to lunch. And they went, You fucking suck. Get your ass off the fucking forklift. You can't get the fuck out of here. So the next time they said, like, Hey, can you drive a forklift? And I said, fuck yes, I can drive a forklift. So I made it like almost in the fucking day. And I said, you are a fucking piece of shit forklift driver. Get the fuck out of here. You're a $6 employee. Then eventually, one day, they said, hey, can you drive a forklift? I said, yeah. At some point, you should say no. No, I said yes. And so they go, I made it to the end of the day. And they're like, well, you're a shitty forklift operator, but come back tomorrow and get on the forklift. And that was fucking awesome. And then you repeat. The next day, it's like, hey, can you drive a truck? And I went, yeah. And, and then they found out like in 10 minutes, it was like, no. Not backing up. So it was like a repeat. And eventually, and all the way up, they're like, hey, can you run that ship crane? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Sure. They, they me, found out like no. But the thing is, like, just like just just keep moving yourself up the, the the level here by 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 telling people, you know, that it's like you're not a quitter. So that's 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 my secret to my success. No, that's the deal. Oh, Somebody says, "Can you do something?" You always say, "Yeah." Yeah, you? I can do it. It's like on the job training. It's like I might you, never. Learn they didn't ask me, "Can I do it right right now?" Am I am I good at it? Yeah. Like, have you ever done it before? Sure. They just said like, "Hey, can you like, can you like, uh, can you do this?" And you just say, "Yeah, I, I totally driving can." Driving it only requires A to B. You would think that constitutes driving. It, it does. Yeah. So that's that's my that's been that's that's my uh, that's pretty much how. Uh, can you not damage shit in the process? I didn't. I didn't specify. Can you not turn a forklift over? Do I have? I have fucked <laughs> some shit up. Like, so here's Mel-G, the thing. Mel-G, so one Mel-G, time, Mel-G, so here's the thing. So one time, the Mel-G, Mel-G story, was amazing. The Mel-G, Mel-G story is good, but here's a better one. So, oh, so here's a better story. So I learned to drive a forklift, and and the forklift wasn't really a forklift. It was a, at one time uh, after I was a certified forklift operator. Certified. Nice. It basically meant like, you're a seven, you're a solid seven dollar an hour employee. So they go. Here. We had paper clamps, so we were moving big. Rolls of newsprint. We used to ship newsprint overseas, 
And then it's not really, a, it's a forklift, they get a big clamp on it, and you clamp a big roll of paper. So here's the thing. Toilet paper roll. So I was about in toilet, we did toilet paper too. Yeah. You know, big, the, it, the toilet, toilet paper, paper comes in huge rolls, and they, and they roll it off, and they make it in little rolls for, like, regular home consumption. But anyway, so you had a big clamp. It's a big clamp on the front of the forklift. So, so everybody, so the, everybody go out in the morning, all the forklift operators, and they had 6,000 capacity forklifts, and they had 8,000 capacity forklifts. And the 6,000 capacity forklifts, they weren't really very good at picking up paper. Like, they could do it, but you had to struggle a lot. And the 8,000-pound forklifts, like, yeah, you, you'd get the job done. So here's what I figured out. So if you... Everybody go out and run and get the 8,000-pound uh, capacity forklifts because they can really get the job done. Not me. I'd go for this. I'd go for the shittiest 6,000 capacity forklift I could find. And the reason why is because, like, I knew that if you drove the shit out of that thing, you could overheat it. So here's what we do. We'd go load a truck, and, the, and I would drive the shit out of that machine. And I load like two trailers, and the radiator would be spraying, cooling everywhere, be overheating. But here's the thing: they say, "Hey, your machine's overheating. Go to the shop." So you got to go to the shop, and you got a you got a water hose, and you sat there and sprayed it on the radiator and cooled it down, and you got to fuck around for like about 45 minutes or whatever, take a break while everybody else had to keep working. So you'd go back out. And you get on that, you get on that trailer, and you get about, you run about two more trailers, and you load in the machine, and go, and you head on back to the shop, you know, going slow and hold the radio. So eventually, like the 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 head shop guy was like, "You're a dick. You're fucking fired. Get the fuck out of here." But it was okay because you knew, like, the next day they'd be like, "Well, you know how to operate a forklift." You know how to operate a forklift. I do. Right. It was pretty good. Oh, it was man. it was good times, man. Okay, Mel Jeep. Mel Jeep. Mel Jeep. Okay, the Mel Jeep. Here's a Mel Jeep story. So this is wonderful. The Mel Jeep. So, I can see us doing this. Shit. So one day, like I graduated, like can you drive a forklift? Yeah. Can you drive a truck? Yeah. Then one day, like I had a whole bunch of tickets, and and like Pasadena police was showing up at my house, and at this okay. time I had hair down like the middle of my back, and every day was Slayer T-shirts and Metallica or whatever. And my mom goes, hey, are you in trouble with the police? Because they're showing up here looking for you. And I said, yeah. And they said, and she said, I will pay your tickets if you cut your hair off. And I was like, I'm going to do that. So, so, so I went, so I cut my hair off and I go to work. And they're like, can you drive a, whoa, look, who the fuck is this fucking guy? You look smart. Give this guy a clipboard. Because he looks like he knows shit. So they gave me a clipboard. So I had a clipboard. So here's the thing. So like, all of a sudden, I was, I was, I was, I was entry management position. All the way from forklift driver. So I'm in the fork. I, I, so, so I got the clipboard and whatever. And then so, so here's the thing. But I was working night shift. So I go in the night and I go like, hey, you guys. They had a bunch, you know, it was a big terminal. And and they had like 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 these old mail jeeps, these like uh, you know the old right hand drive jeeps and shit. And yeah, uh, we had those things. And we had to, wait, we had those. And and so I was like, hey man, this is a big terminal. Can I use your jeep? And they said no because I was a fucker 
And I was gonna. And I was. Gonna, <laughs> you had long hair last week. I had long. You, you got, had long hair last week. And I was gonna fuck that thing up. So they said no. So they left, and it got night. And I had a. And I had a screwdriver. So I was like, okay. And then now I had a jeep. So I'm riding around in the jeep with a bunch of other fucking. Can nights. you see where this is going? So I'm riding around like, in the jeep. I used to work on the waterfront. I know. He's so I'm riding around in the jeep going. with a bunch of other fucking chuckleheads. They're like, how did you get a Jeep? And I was like, man, motherfucker, I know shit. I know people. I get shit done. So I got a Jeep. But everybody else don't want to drive, so they're like getting on the Jeep. So we're driving down the down the down the way, and they decide like, that wouldn't it be funny if we started shaking the Jeep? So we got like people in the Jeep. We got like people like you've seen like those videos of the of the Indian trains, they got people like on the train. We had people on the Jeep. I don't know how many people were on the Jeep, but I was in, I was driving, but I would definitely not say in control <laughs> of the Jeep. And they're like rocking it. And at any one time, there could be two wheels or who knows how many wheels are in contact with the ground. And they're rocking it. And at some point, the Jeep had enough. It went over and it, and it went, and it crashed. And I mean, I had people like sitting on me. And we had people, I don't know where they went. It was like it was like an Indian train crash, and the jeep's like on its fucking side, and the windows are blown out of it, and it was horrible. So what I decided to do was like take the jeep, like we flipped it back over because it's a fucking jeep, you know. Flip the jeep back over, and it wasn't quite square anymore. It was like you know falling over. So we drove. I drove it back to the place where I did not get it from, and parked it, and left it. And the next day they were like. You fucked up our Jeep. And I was like, fuck you. You wouldn't even give me the keys to it. Y'all suck. And it was amazing. But so, you give me the keys, it would have never happened. So here's, a, here's another one. So like what we used to, this was like way back before they had like all the port security. You know, when they used to have, uh, you know, when they used to have all the uh, Twit card. Everybody come in. Back then, anybody come into port. They just yeah. go, you go to the gate, you go like, hey, what are you doing? We're a bunch of fucking hookers in a van. And we're gonna go fuck all the we're gonna go fuck all the people on the ship. My pickup down there and fill the bed up with ice. Yeah, we're gonna go (laughs) when I go fishing. You just fill the whole fucking eight foot truck bed full of ice. So you used to have like big big vans full of hookers. I mean, like we're a bunch of hookers. We're gonna go fuck all those guys on the ship, and then we're gonna walk back all crooked and get in the truck and leave. And they'll be like, right this way. You're like, sure, just secure, let them in. So here's the thing. So what I used we had like a pickup truck. So one day. We're in the pickup truck, and uh, well, here's here's the thing: you would go and you would say like, "Hey, have you seen all the hookers going up on the ship today?" And they'd go, "No, get in the back of the truck. Let's go look at the hookers getting on the ship." So you get about five, six guys in the back of the truck. You'd haul ass down the ship. But what you had is you had a guy that was hanging out with a fire, like the fire hydrant <laughs> next to the ship. So. When you got next to the ship, you'd roll the windows up real quickly. You'd be like, what the fuck's going on? And some guy opened up the fire hydrant. Boosh! Blew all the guys. Clean the fuck out of the back of the truck. There's all, the, all this big old fire hydrant. Just blood, unload and blow them clean out the back. Soak them with water. And it was funny as shit. And they'd be pissed. And that they would want to whip your ass. And they'd come up to you like, I'm going to kick your ass. I'm like, hold on. What about... This other guy over there, he ain't. Oh, good, let's go get him. So you put them in the truck and you drive out to him and you tell him, like, hey, like, 
hey, have you seen the hookers getting out of shit? Like, why is this guy all wet? I don't know, but come on, let's go. <laughs> so you roll on down the ship, and you be rolling the windows up, and the guys in the back of the big truck be like, what the fuck is loose? And they get blown out of the back of the truck. And it was good times for everybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah, back then, like early, late 80s, early 90s, when I worked on the waterfront. There you go. I go offshore fishing, 2 o'clock in the morning, Saturday morning, driving a half-ton fucking truck in, pull up the ice machine, empty it into the bed of the truck, not even in coolers. Put bed Fill the bed of the truck up, drive down to the boat, put ice in the boat. And the guards just fucking wave at you. Just pull up. My buddies are like, dude, you can't just drive. Yeah, just, all you gotta do is act like you belong here. They don't <laughs> fucking right care. Get it, They're go. not coming out of that guard shack. If you pull up and wave at them, they think, oh yeah, he belongs here. He knows me. Drive in. Good times. You know, the same old thing we used to have got, like, you have your clipboard, you'd be in the office, and you go by the joke shop, and you'd get, like, the, uh, the the shocking pins. Same old thing. So they got your truck driver come in, want to sign the paperwork, you'd be like, hey, don't you got, he'd be like, sign right here. I don't have my pen. Can I use yours? Yes. <laughs> so they reach over, grab your pen, and push the button was shocked the fuck out of him and he'd want to punch you in the mouth but right about that time their truck driver was going whoa 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 hold on your buddy's in here okay next truck driver coming hey can I use your pen another truck driver be like hey just use his pen alright mm -hmm. he grabbed it shocked the fuck out of himself it's good times man when I worked down there at Barber's Cut we fucking go to lunch one day I worked going to warehouses down there Young and Company at the time we fuck, everybody parks their forklifts, get off. We walk through the fence down to the point. Yeah, the point. I worked at Barber's Cut like, like eight years. Come back, fucking forklift's gone. Like some motherfucker done hijacked <laughs> the forklift while we're going to lunch. We fucking search all over the fucking waterfront, up and down the dock, can't find a forklift. Turns out it was in the water. Damn it! The guy parked it at the top of the fucking <clears throat> Roro dock. <laughs> no parking brake, no nothing. And that motherfucker ended up rolling off and in the fucking ship channel. That's where the forklift was so, at. So we had a guy one time at Barber's Cut, and we are doing crane lifts out there. And the guy was like, uh, my wheat wheat is a total tard. And you you, have a, you know what a man basket is, right? Mm -hmm. You got a basket, goes on in front of a forklift. You pick it up the forklift, you go hook onto a heavy lift, and hook it on with a crane, and pick it up. Yep. All right. So, we had this guy, and, we, and we're out there doing this crane lift. We go, hey, we need a man basket to hook this up. So, we had retard button number three, I swear. He was, he was probably like six, 50 years old, 60 years old, should have known better. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking total, about 50 years old over here? Total fucking idiot. And we said, hey, go get a man basket. Bring it back over here and hook this up. And we waited. And we waited. Where the fuck is this fucking guy at? So finally, like, we see him driving along, like, real slow. Stop! Where do, dude, where's the man bat? He comes back with a, with a bat. He comes back and he goes, like, I found a basket, but there ain't no man in it. <laughs> I mean, this fucking retards, man. Oh, yeah. When I, when I worked down there, I worked, I didn't work through the union hall. I worked direct for the company. Me too. And the guy who ran the yard down there at the time lived in Spring. 
I lived in LaPorte. This motherfucker didn't like to drive, so he would put me on the clock to drive to spring to pick him up and drive him to the yard and then drive him home in the evening and drive back home. And I'm on the clock the whole time in company truck. Is he able to make Gas it work? Car, it makes it work. Everything, you know. The fucking accountants call me up and they say, we've been looking at your gas charges and something's not right with them. And I had a Z28 back at the time. They said, you buy a regular gas, regular gas, and you're like filling this truck up twice a day because it was a full-time, full-wheel drive, <laughs> 72 Chevy truck that I'm driving to springing back twice a fucking day filling up and then plus driving around during the day they said you buy regular gas you you buy like two tanks a day for weeks on end and then you buy premium yeah why you buy premium i said oh because those days i drove my car and i put premium in my shit (laughs) with a company credit card i'm driving my car to go pick this guy up y'all driving my gas you know they're like okay but that's how close they would watch shit. Yeah. Want to know why it went from regular to premium all of a sudden for this one day and then back to regular again. That's what accountants do. But yeah, that motherfucker looking for some motherfuckers. Back then, at that Slip time, up. there was times that I would go on the clock huh? and stay on the fucking clock until you, Friday. Never go off. So when I would... When oh. I was like 24 hours a day for five days fucking straight. When I went to work down there, I was... Uh, they had